Welcome to the Her Inspired Journey podcast, a show all for women about living your best life and fulfilling your passions from the backcountry to the table. No matter where you are, what hurdles you faced, or where you want to go next, we're right here on this journey with you. It's time to take charge, pave your way, and create success. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Her Inspired Journey podcast, and I hope that you got to uh, tune in to last week's episode, episode 30, and I was talking all about how to prepare for hunting season, you know, when it comes to the physical aspects, of course, but also when it comes to thinking about scouting or using mapping systems, you know, what gear you'll need, and uh, did include some checklists in there for you as well. So hopefully you got to enjoy that. If not, I highly recommend heading back to episode 30 and putting that one on your listen list for sure. Today I want to talk to you guys all, though just briefly, this is going to be a short episode, and I want to talk about increasing your metabolic rate. So a question that I, uh, I've i come to visit quite often with both followers, clients, friends, family is how you can increase your metabolism to work for you. And it's this kind of... Uh, I don't know, this kind of like (laughs) frustration point when you may be on a a weight loss journey or you're just trying to improve your health or you're trying to, you know, reach goals in the gym and you feel like you're putting all this time and effort in, but you're not reaping the benefits of the fat loss or leaning out and all of those things. And so I have five tips that I want to bring to you regarding how to increase your metabolism, how to really jumpstart that. And if you found that you're at a plateau, after a long cycle of trying to lose weight or getting back after baby or whatever the case may be, I want you to know that having those plateaus is something that every single person who sticks out this mission of better health, they will hit that roadblock at some point. And you may be there, you may be stuck there for a while. You might actually have been, you know, in in the frame of mind where you're ready to give up and you're ready to toss those goals aside, or maybe you already have because you're so frustrated with trying to find the way to overcome that. You know, you're like, I'm, I feel like I'm eating right. I'm eating healthy. I'm resisting temptations. I'm putting in my workouts, even on the days that I don't want to, but I'm not reaping the benefits. Sometimes, you know, there could be other, you know, other underlying issues If not, sometimes it's just a matter of us not doing all of the things that we can be doing to increase our metabolism. And, you know, our our metabolism is essentially how our body converts both, you know, what we take in food and in drink and converts that into energy. So it's a, a biological process that happens that will allow us to burn calories and be efficient and it's kind of you know what plays into do you store fat or do you have enough ATP you know energy production so there's a lot of things that go into it and on that and on the you know biochemistry level we've got to break down our food and as you know your food can run you know it can be a high glycemic it could be a low glycemic it could be you know a complex carbohydrate or simple carbohydrate you know there's so many different facets that I think it's kind of hard to understand what food is and how it works or or doesn't work for us. 
And I know it's especially concerning and frustrating for people when they feel like, you know, I'm logging my food. It looks like on paper I'm doing things the right way, but I just can't seem to get the scale to budge. And that's why I want to bring some tips to you that I think could definitely help, you know, speed up the metabolism and increase your basal metabolic rate so that you're actually burning more calories throughout the day and becoming a fat burning machine and not, you know, holding or storing fat will also allow you to improve your body composition, building lean body tissue and getting rid of the extra body fat. So let's jump into today's episode. I hope that this is something that you can look forward to listening to and that will bring you lots of easy, quick hitter tips to implement into your life. One of the biggest but easiest ways of increasing your metabolism naturally is to drink water. It seems so easy. Most places in the world that you're at, water is free, but it is definitely something that's overlooked in our everyday regimen. And I will raise my hand right now and tell you I'm guilty as well, even though I am a stickler on hydration. The thing with water is If you're not drinking a consistent amount and getting adequate water intake daily, you're going to set yourself up for either holding too much water because your body doesn't know what to expect, or you're going to be on the side of being dehydrated. For me, what I notice if I go five days out of the week and I do really good with water and then maybe over the weekend or a couple other days during the week, my intake slows down, I don't drink enough. I get really, really swollen over the next few days while my body tries to taper it out and figure out what I need to hold on to and what I can get rid of. For me, I hold a lot of that water, especially lately after, I don't know if it's due to my hysterectomy, um, but, you know, a year after having this hysterectomy, before it would be kind of like in my face and my cheeks and my hands and my ankles, and now I get it a lot around the tops of my thighs and my butt in my stomach, you know, again, a little bit in my face, but I have that fluid retention for the simple fact that your body's like, hey girl, I don't know if I'm going to get enough water today. So in case I don't, I'm going to store this here and I'm going to use it if later I need to. However, none of us like to have that puffy, swollen, bloated, yucky things going on. So make sure you drink at least 48 ounces of water today at a minimum. Drinking just 48 ounces a day can increase your calorie burn by 50 calories a day. So over time and over a year, if everything else were to stay the same, you have potential at burning off an extra five pounds of body fat. So that minimum of 48 ounces is literally just to say, if all you do is this, if all you can do is this, get 48 ounces a day. But my true recommendation, if you want to thrive and if you want to optimize how you're feeling and increase your metabolic rate, aim to get half of your body weight in ounces in a day. Now that is also a base level uh, recommendation. So if you're going to be out on a hunt, if you're increasing your elevation, or if you're going to be, you know, in extreme temperatures, lows, or, you know, hot, if you're sweating a bunch, all of those different factors will also play a very vital role in the water intake that you need. So make sure you are being smart and really um, refining that intake if you need to. 
I got a message this morning from a client of mine and a dear friend in Utah, and she's kind of going through a little bonk right now where she's feeling like her energy is depleting as she's going into the season. She's very strong and she feels good mentally, but um, her water intake wasn't increased enough for the expenditure in the altitude that she was in. So it's definitely a real factor. I also talk about that on the podcast with uh, my good friend, Krista Magnuson, as we were talking about that hike life and, you know, the, the different re recommendations and requirements that your body will need as you, you know, change and move into different elements. And uh, elevation is definitely a major factor. You know, you, you can definitely sweat more, but you're also bre breathing out um, and expelling more through your natural breath. So it's definitely um, something that you want to think about if you are changing elevation quite a bit. Another recommendation in a way that you can work to increase and rev up that metabolism to burn some more calories throughout the day is to add more fat into your plate. And this is a topic that gets touched on a ton. People are always talking about how much fat they need, ketosis, low fat, non-fat, all of these different things. And I think it makes it a really gray area for people to understand what they actually need. But having more fat on your plate, and we're talking about a healthy fat here, is a great way of keeping your hunger at bay too. So you're going to be more satiated throughout the day. You're not going to be having as many cravings. And it can also obviously reduce the risk of heart disease. So if if this is something that's totally contradictory to you, you're thinking, well, how do I have fats in my diet? And, you know, for years and years and years, we've talked about low fat diets to keep the heart healthy and to keep cholesterol in check and all of those things. But having healthy fats like avocados, having extra virgin olive oil, having, uh, you know, nuts in your diet and fish and all of those things are going to be a great way of actually keeping your heart healthy and lubricated. So be sure to keep those healthy fats in reach. The other thing that I think that we tend to neglect during different phases of our life is getting enough sleep. And it's also a touchy topic because I feel like Sleep is one of those things we never really want to neglect. And if we are, it's probably because we're at a hot spot in our life. You know, we've got some stress on the list. We've got extra to-dos. Our plate is full. And or maybe we've just got too much on the brain and we're not sleeping well. But I definitely suggest making sleep a huge priority in your life if you're not nothing else gets to go right. It definitely will slow down your natural metabolic processes. It'll slow down your cognition and your physical abilities and your mental endurance and all of the things, you know, coping skills and hunger levels and being able to regulate, you know, what's fact and what's fiction can get really, really difficult if we're not sleeping well. And I think some of that can also be tied to habits that we form uh, kind of in this day and age that we live in. And I am as guilty as anybody else at trying to, you know, catch up on emails or check Instagram or connect with people whose messages I've not looked at throughout the day, you know, in the last hour or two of the day. And it really is something for me that I'm trying to break out of the habit of, of doing no TV, no blue lights. You know, if you do use blue blocker glasses, if you can, and just try to limit the exposure to the input that we have in our day-to-day -day lives. And it's not very easy to do that if you really think about it. 
whether it's something where you're looking at a screen or it's just in your mind, it's really hard to forget about all the things, you know, the things that you need to do, the things that you want to do, the things that somebody said, the thing that you saw, any of those things are definitely hard to uh, to block out and to focus on just being able to relax and rest and get some sleep. But if you can, I would highly recommend getting rid of the blue light in your room, getting rid of the TV in your room if you can. Uh, you can also do things. I use some aromatherapy, so I'll do some lavender oils and some calming oils. You can try to take a hot soak before bed. And if you are like a, a large majority of the population, you get energized from workouts, I would really suggest that you try to knock that workout at out earlier in the day. So don't wait until after dinner when you're likely to get a lot more energy zing from that workout. Try to get it done earlier in the day, maybe wake up a couple days a week to knock it out before work. That way you don't have all of this energy at night and, you know, making winding down even harder. I also really recommend something I've added into my regimen lately because I definitely am guilty of having the mind that won't turn off. So there's a couple practices that I really implemented to help me rest well, because I'm somebody who on the natural side of things will tend to be more tired by nature, especially lately. And I think it's just because of the workload on my plate, but it also sometimes for me is just too much that rolls around in my head that I want to create, people I want to talk to, places I want to go, visions I saw, whatever the case may be, I'm kind of a squirrel. So I like to keep a journal or a notepad next to my bed that I can just write things down on, something that I want to remember, an idea that I had, or something that I want to put on my to-do list. I'll write it down on there that I don't have to worry about, you know, did I remember it? Will I forget um, any other concepts that come to mind with those things? So I can just write it all down and then it's like, okay, you can just forget about it until an appropriate time, then you can focus on it. But in the in the now, it doesn't have to be something that sits there and rolls around. I'm also using the supplement unplugged by a wilderness athlete. And honestly, I am a huge fan. There are a lot of um, supplements on the market. There's a lot of different recommendations. There's even, you know, prescriptions that will help you sleep, but they're so habit forming that then your body's natural ability after you get out of whatever that season of life is, is going to make it even harder to get to sleep, to, to wind down and to find that natural pattern of, you know, producing melatonin and getting into that sleepy realm. And this nootropic line, the mastermind line from Wilderness Athlete is awesome. It's non-habit forming. It's not going to disrupt any of your natural progression or regulation with any of these hormones or enzymes or, um, you know, down the road, you're not going to find that you're unable to sleep now because you use this aid for a while. And that's something I really do love about them. They have the At Ease, which is another product that I've added in, um, especially on the days, and I, I wrote about this recently, but especially on the days where my list kind of tends to pile up like many of yours does, I'm sure. And you can almost start to get this anxiety about what's coming next or the next thing on the to-do list. And so that one's also a nice one for that. But if you're somebody who struggles to wind down at night and fall asleep, I definitely recommend looking at Unplug 
by uh, Wilderness Athlete. And again, because you guys are listeners to this podcast, you can save, uh, you know, have a pretty major discount at checkout. So you make sure that you use the code HERINSPIRED, all in capital letters, H-E-R-I-N-S-P-I-R-E-D on the Wilderness Athlete website to save. And it's definitely worth your doing so. Another killer of metabolism that I see happen is when, and and a lot of times, and this may or may not surprise you, but early on in my career, it surprised me that many of the nutrition clients I would have that would come seek services or nutritional counseling or want me to meal plan for them were never eating enough. You know, you're going through and you could be extremely overweight or you can be 50 pounds overweight uh, you could be coming back from having a baby, any of these things, and all of a sudden you're you're well over that optimal weight that you want to be, or you're not feeling good in your skin. And these women were coming to me with not eating enough. I mean, we're focusing on a thousand calories or under a day, sometimes 1200 calories for an active person. And your body eventually, when it's not getting enough, goes, okay, I see what you're doing here. I got you. I figured this out. So we're not going to get enough of what we need for even our basic functions throughout the day, breathing, organs, digestion, thinking, all of those things. So in order to basically assume what's going to happen the next day, I'm going to slow my metabolic rate way down so that I can be efficient with the calories I am getting. I'm going to take this and I'm going to store it as fat. I'm going to start eating up lean body tissue, storing all of that as fat, burning the lean body tissue as my energy throughout the day, and then I'll be okay. So your body basically starts to sabotage you because you're not giving enough of what it needs. This can happen through, you know, times of emotion, high emotion, stress. This can happen from being recommended a diet with too little. Also, sometimes what I see is that you'll have a good girlfriend and she's had great result with this diet. And so she goes, hey, this is what I'm doing. Here you go with me. Maybe not all of the right parameters or maybe you know, a bad recommendation, or maybe your guys's age, height, weight, physical activity is just so different that her recommendation is not suited for you. But you start to follow it. And you start to think, well, gosh, if it worked for her, it's going to work for me. And we are so different in the things that we need to maintain our personal level of optimal health. That I highly recommend if you've yo-yoed in the past with dieting or sticking to a meal plan or eating healthy and then kind of doing this binge and purge thing, I recommend that you get real with yourself, get really honest and assess if you need to make some of these changes. If you are logging now, I definitely think it's a great way to stay in tune and a little bit more honest, but there can be some major discrepancies with the logging system. So if you use something like Carb Manager or MyFitnessPal, just make sure that you're really being true and logging what those nutritional intake things are. It can be portions. It can be sometimes things are input into the database the wrong way. So Just make sure you're being very real and honest with yourself um, because having your metabolic rate slowed from that yo-yo dieting can take a while to recover and 
It's something where with my clients personally, we work to in do a slow or a gradual increase to get them back up where they need to be instead of taking them if their daily needs are 1800 calories per day. And they've been sitting somewhere around a thousand. We don't just pop you up to 1800. We need to work our way into that so that your body can adapt and learn what to do with that influx of calories. So, definitely suggest getting very real with yourself and making sure that if you're not paying attention to what you're eating now, or if you feel like you are, but maybe you're not being very truthful with yourself, I would suggest getting back. Going back to the basics, writing it down, making sure you log it, and making sure that things are accurate. I've got some more information on how to increase your metabolism, and you can find it in the link in the show notes. I wanted to give you a quick hitter of just a few things that you all could do to implement some of these healthy changes and getting a little bit more out of your day. So I am definitely a creature who likes to get my biggest bang for my buck, whether that's financially, or if that's just the investments of things that I'm doing for myself. And I'm sure that you do as well with as busy as you are and as much as you have going on. You can find that link to the rest of this article that I wrote for Wilderness Athlete and some more recommendations at uh, in excuse me in the link in my show notes. It'll be under Women of WA, and whether you are looking to you know change your life completely or just add a few more healthy habits in, I would recommend getting connected with the Women of WA project. And every week, I'm bringing valuable information, and we've teamed up with some of the the best, most positive, caring, compassionate, motivating women in the outdoor realm, and I suggest getting connected with them too. If you have questions for me, next week's episode is all going to be about Q&A. So send me your questions. You can DM me on Instagram at Her Outdoor Journey or on the Instagram podcast page, which is Her Inspired Journey. I always love hearing your questions and comments and your feedback. So please take the time this week to reach out. I also will ask that you leave me some feedback. Give me a review. Let me know what you think of the show, anything or any topics that you want me to cover in the future. And until next time, happy hunting. Well, ladies, that does it for this show for today. I hope that you found some inspiration some good advice and definitely some encouragement to take with you on the rest of your week. I'm already looking forward to coming back next week and giving you some more insight, some inspiration, and some tips on how to navigate your best life. Please be sure to hit the subscribe button and leave a review. Your feedback is so important to me. I would love to know the questions that you have, any topics or ideas, and your feedback. You are so valuable to me, and I really appreciate you taking the time to leave the review and subscribe to the show. See you next week on Her Inspired Journey.